Are you, Are you ready? ready? Let's go! Don't you sometimes just want to talk about everything? You know, there's days when you can just talk, 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 about anything. Need to sit back and chat about nothing at all? Nothing but Julie. Coming at you with fun and creative topics and interviews. Did you hear Julie's podcast? She's got the greatest topic. I did. I love it. Come join the chat about everything, anything, and nothing. So unwind and tune in to Nothing But Julie. Great topics and cool interviews. With some pretty awesome people. And now, without further delay, here's Nothing But Julie. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. I am Julie Schrager, host of Nothing But Julie, your weekly podcast host. Happy Hump Day. Happy Wednesday. And uh, happy Christmas Eve Eve. Uh, And happy almost Merry Christmas for those of you who celebrate. I've, I've always been curious about how some people react to certain things. I I think that a lot of us have felt a lot better knowing that everyone is in the same situation as we are with reference to COVID and quarantine and safety procedures, you know, those who actually decide to adhere to them. But what happens when you get news that might not be the best news? I have a health scare going on right now with myself to which I will not be getting results for a little over a week. Uh, And I got the news (coughs) on Monday. So I'm definitely, you know, it kind of stinks having to wait. And so due to the holidays, you know, it's prolonged news. But how do you handle shocking news, news that shocks you to your core? whether it pertains to yourself or let's say a loved one or an extremely close dear friend. I don't think that you know how you're going to handle it until it actually happens. And then when it does, if it does, uh, how you think you might handle it uh, prior to it happening, I think sometimes is very different than when you actually are faced with it. So when I got this news, of course, I was like, you know, just freaking out. I got uh, fear, the most incredulous amount of fear that I've had in a very long time, uh, just going through my whole body. The next morning when I woke up, I knew that it wasn't a dream and it wasn't anxiety that I felt. It was just this contemptuous amount of fear, just, just, just thriving in my body to the point of nausea. I actually got nauseous <clears throat> with the prospect of what the news might be. I am not the kind of person that can wait on anything. <clears throat> Things for me have to be done yesterday, even before I know about it. Um, and so... How do you deal with maybe devastating news? I I just don't 
think that what you think you might do might be 100% the same as how you will actually react. And so when I got this news, I was just, I just did not know how to handle it. And of course, when you get potentially bad news, the first thing you think of is the absolute worst. You know, it's almost kind of like the phases you go through when someone has passed away. You know, first, it's just complete and utter, you know, uh, shock and sadness and devastation. And and then, you know, eventually through the phases, you, you have acceptance. I have not accepted anything because I don't have my answer yet. Uh, so what, what is it that you would do if you got the most devastating and shocking news? Or at least what do you think you would do? Or if you've gone through something devastating, how have you handled it? How have you survived through it? I always wonder how people handle certain situations um, that they have been through. Uh, I know many people that have gone through, you know, particular illnesses and diseases and, and how they've handled it. And I know people that are, are uh, you know, compromised with their immune system uh, and know how they've been dealing with it and, and the pain that they go through and the suffering, the anxiety, the sadness, the anger. So it's not just the physicality part of it. It's also the emotional part of it. You know, it's a twofold kind of thing. So when you're given shocking and devastating news, you can read all you want on how you're supposed to deal with it or handle it. But ultimately, it doesn't matter. It's what you are feeling at that moment. So let's say you got some shocking news. What do you think forecasting is the best way to handle it, to deal with it. And then will you follow through with that? So for me, you know, getting older, needing to take better care of myself as I get older um, is key because you never know what looks around the corner. And getting some kind of shocking or devastating news is more like, "Mm, oh, I'll handle it. I'll deal with it. You know, I have no choice. I'll do the best I can. But I never thought about how would I handle the initial news? (laughs) How would I feel when I got that news, if I got that news? So when I got the news, I, like I said, I felt like I was going to throw up. And I contacted my mom and my sister, of course my husband knows, and my son, and <clears throat> just just the closest people, just to let them know what's going on. And, <clears throat> you know, of course, everybody's just like, well, let's just wait and see, and, and you know, hang in there. And it's great to have a, a support system. Uh, however, it, it doesn't 100% help. It, it helps, but it doesn't help to the point to where it's going to help me sleep at night. I called my doctor because he felt a little more positive about 
it, everything being okay. So I even contacted him to hear him say it to me again and ask why he thinks this way. Uh, Just to kind of help me get over this hump. So it's interesting that when I hung up with him, I did feel much better. And I came to the realization that everything that I have told my son growing up and spoken to friends about when I give advice, I have to try and adhere to that advice. And let me tell you something, and I know that you've done this. It's so much easier to give than to receive advice. It is so much easier to tell someone something versus when you're going through it and then hear those same words. So what I might be telling someone is, look, worrying about it is futile because regardless, you're going to find out whether it's good or bad. And if it's good news, then why worry for almost two weeks? Why put yourself through that? And if it's bad news, then you say, I'll deal with it then. So why put yourself through it? Well, again, easier said than done. No one, unless you're very lucky and you can do this, uh, can really just keep it in the back of their head and not think about it. The fact is, is it's always there. It's always lurking in the background. And no matter how much I will try not to think about it, it's still there. So it's gotten better. It Today is, you know, Wednesday, so it's been two days. I have gone through the cycles of, you know, how to handle it. And now I'm kind of at the point where I am s- still getting some anxiety and, and fear. I am still thinking about it and doing the whole what if. But the obsessing... Constant thinking every minute is subsiding. So that's kind of where I am right now. And I think that when it comes to news like this, the best thing to do is to handle it in your own way. But if you do have a support system, then the best thing you can do is reach out to them. If you don't have a support system, then you can go online and there's tons of forums and support groups that can help you. Um, but what I do not recommend is going online and looking up information about your condition. And let, let me tell you what. So I did because, I mean, duh, of course I'm going to. And I was like, okay, don't go overboard. I went overboard. But when I do research now... I only go to reliable websites. I will not just go to, you know, WebMD or what, whatever I can find and just click on it. I will actually go onto reliable websites or websites that have studies uh, that will give me a more appropriate answer. But even still, you know, I'm still reading about the, the worst possible thing that can happen. And that not only might not be me, but what I might have might not be what 
it thought it's thought to be. So it's okay to take a quick look and see what it is that the doctor's talking about. But whatever you do, stop. Don't put yourself in the position where you're still looking and making yourself crazy until you get the news. And when you get the news, even then, if you're going to look things up, sure. But perhaps the best thing to do is to go to real people that have been through it. Like I said, online groups and forums. Because of COVID, it's very difficult to go out and go to certain groups. And not every, you know, illness out there has, uh, you know, places to meet. Um, going online and finding groups is definitely better. But it's still not great because you can meet people that have been through the worst. But it doesn't mean that's going to happen to you. So what would you tell somebody that you love, a family member, a wife, a husband, a child, a mother, father, <clears throat> sister, brother, you know, what would be the best advice that you could give someone that would possibly be going through something very devastating? Um, the only thing that I can imagine would be to just be there for that person. I know that my mom, my sister, my husband, I know that they're all there for me. And I know that even if I want to obsess like crazy over it, that they will still be there and deal with my shit until I find out. Um, and I would absolutely do the same. Um, it's so much easier to be on the outside than be the person on the inside because the person on the outside is so much more rational and clearer, even though I try my hardest to be as rational as I can. But there are many other people that get shocking news uh, of something uh, uh, that potentially can be harmful. And then uh, it turns out that it is what the doctor thought. So what is the best way to handle that news once you find out that it is, in fact, bad news? What is the best way to handle that? It's very tough situation. It's very tough to be in a position to where you have to deal with something so incredibly devastating. Um, I haven't been in that position yet. But... I do believe that it is important for everyone to act in a way that is most appropriate. And like I said, it's almost like a death sentence in a way. Now, I didn't say that earlier, and I don't mean that it's like a death sentence. I just mean that, you know... The, the way in which to handle certain situations is to be as absolutely positive as you can be. And how can you be positive when you have this devastating news? I think that 
appropriately speaking, um, is just, you know, you get sick, but the best thing you can do is stay positive. A positive attitude can actually be very healing as well. Uh, I also think that it, uh, it's the worst feeling to have something going on with yourself and not exactly know how to handle it. I have been on the receiving end of people who have had not the best news and have watched what they've gone through and have been in awe of how incredibly strong they become and positive throughout the process. I've believed that it's the people that they were surrounded by, whether it was friends, family, nurses, doctors, I believe that they were, well, I, I know that it was incredibly difficult, but they found a way to make it through. They became part of that ebb and flow of knowing, you know, okay, we have to do this today. I have to get this medication. I have to maybe do chemo on this day. I know that I'm going to maybe feel this way. Da, 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 da. And you go through the phases of the illness. And these people, every one of them has had such an incredible support system with doctors and nurses in facilities and... I've watched them get through it and then live years and years uh, happily ever after and, and, and disease-free. Um, although, you know, there's always some kind of aftermath where you're not 100% the same. But in the end, the experience um, changed them for the better meaning that they learn to appreciate the small things. Um, and maybe take care of themselves better uh, and be able to give back to those who might be going through something. So I just feel that when you're in the wrath of of shocking news or in the wrath of dealing with it, the, the best way is to allow yourself to feel whatever it is you feel. In as much as I think it's wonderful that there are people there that might be talking you into feeling another way, sure, sure, you can definitely feel that way. But give yourself time to go through the process of what your emotional state wants you to go through. If you want to throw a fit, throw a fit. If you want to beat something up, beat something up, whatever it is, a pillow, you know, not a person or an animal. If you feel like crying, feel like throwing up, you do what it is that you feel. Because I feel like if you bury that, it's just going to manifest and get worse. And, uh, 
you're just going to lash out. I am all for allowing your emotions to run through your body and allow it to... I know that when you allow yourself to feel, when you allow yourself to just get through it in your own way, it brings you to that point of being able to deal with it. Um, I just think that it's better to do that than bury it and then, like I said, possibly manifesting and getting worse. So let yourself punch and scream and yell and cry and, and have an outburst and do whatever, you know, you're feeling. Do it. You do that. Because in the end, I know that it will help for you to come out of it on the other end better. Because you've allowed yourself to feel it, to feel the emotional stress and pain. And sometimes it just opens up the skies, almost like on a cloudy day in the clouds part. You know, it gives you an opportunity to say, okay, you know, now let me move on. Let me, let me figure out what's next. So if you were in a situation to where you needed to undergo something that could maybe save your life or something that is scary or devastating or whatever it is, what would you do? Do you think that you'd be able to handle it? Do you think you'd be able to deal with it? Everyone is different. Everyone is different. And for me, nope. For me, it's more about probably going through the gamut of emotions first and dealing with the distress I would be feeling. I think that me punching things and being angry and so on and so forth is what I would have to go through first. I know me and I know that my first reaction would obviously be shock, sadness, um, dev- total devastation, um, and then needing to somehow get out all that anger. And it might not be a one-time thing. It, it could be a process, but I know at some point I would get to where I know that I would have to deal with the situation and, you know, move on from it. I think that your brain just moves there. You know, I don't think that, I don't think that your emotions have a choice in the situation. It's just a natural process to where your, your, your emotions start to, you know, wind down and, and be able to deal with it. My husband uh, will be my savior as I will be his. I know that if anything were to happen to him, I would be on top of it. 250%. I would do everything I can to get as much information. I would do everything I can to make it easier for him. 
if he's, God forbid, sick, the best thing I could do is, you know, make it less stressful for him because he's already going through it. And I know for me that my husband would do the same thing. Um, and so, you know, perfect timing for holidays, you know, where I get potentially bad news, but I'm, I'm trying to be hopeful and positive that everything is okay. Um, and I will let you guys know when I find out, uh, but that won't be happening for a short while. So, oh, my little puppy is here now. He is now four months and getting along so well with his big brother, who is five. But I'm kind of thinking that my biggest hope for me is that I'm okay. My biggest hope is that I will persevere. But I also, I also know, I also know that it will it has changed me to have a scare like this um is enough for me to say all right i i need to make some changes or i you know or let me let me think about this from this perspective or you know And I think that that is something that happens with everybody. I think that everyone might reassess the situation. So it's with that that I do feel curious about what others have gone through and and what they've felt and what they've done and how the family members ultimately do feel as well. It's got to be the most difficult time in someone's life. I know people who handle it differently than others and will, I don't know, some people might not want to wait until they hear the news and might do something even more devastating. Uh, I just hope that in the end, when people do get, you know, news that's maybe not the greatest, that they know that there is some kind of light at the end of the tunnel. For me, it's not always easy to stay positive. It's not easy to... You know, just say, oh, okay, you know, I'm going to feel this way. Because most of my life, up until a certain point, I was kind of negative. Um, and the reason why I was negative was because I, I always was preparing for the absolute worst. Instead of just being 100% positive, I felt like, no, 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 no. I'm going to be negative. I'm going to think this way so that I am totally prepared. But you know what it did to me in the end? 
in the end, it actually made things worse. It made me prepared for something that might have ultimately turned out to be okay. And the whole entire time, I was devastated. I was upset. I was sad. I was angry. I went through everything that I didn't really need to go through. So what did it wind up you know, doing for me in the end? It wound up making things actually worse for me. And I remember saying to myself, oh, I wish that I hadn't made myself so crazy or so upset. And here I am trying very hard to work myself through it and stay positive. And I am finding just how incredibly difficult it is to stay focused and to stay positive as much as I want to. It is not easy to do that. It is not easy because I don't feel like I have it in me to be that way. But I am trying my best to, you know, I'm not working as much as I did. I have more time on my hands. So that means more time to think. I try very hard to stay busy and focused, but there's only so much busy I can be, you know? Uh, So even if I do have downtime, what can I do to, you know, maybe help myself to not be just like so enthralled in feeling negative? Well, I guess the best thing I can do is to just... Keep on trekking. Like I said, having in the back of my head that I, that this could be bad news. And if it is, we'll deal with it at the time. You know, but what is the point in allowing myself to, you know, be angry, sad? negative and all that other stuff. It's definitely hard, people. It is definitely hard to not think about it and to stay positive. And I don't know, you know, how many people can really do that. It's so hard for me, you know, because my mind keeps going to the what if, the what if. But I'm trying. And... I think that I am going to allow myself to still feel those feelings, but not, you know, to the extreme. Sorry about the background noise. I had to feed my dogs. Um, You know, so not to the extreme. I'm not going to take away my feelings. I'm not, I'm not going to stop myself from feeling what I, what I want to feel. But I'm also not going to allow myself to blow it out of proportion. You know, like give myself a limited amount of time to really think about it and try to just hang on to whatever amount of the sanity I have right now. So it's with that that I decided to do this podcast today. I decided that 
There's got to be other people out there who are experiencing what I'm experiencing. I don't really think that this podcast is going to help many of you. I think maybe it helped me, but I think that it's also an opportunity to talk about it in a way to where you know that I'm going through something. You're not alone if you're going through something. You know, we're all in this together, whatever it might be, um, whether it's an illness or something simple or some kind of a a change uh, in your life. We're all in it together. You're not going through something on your own. There's always someone out there that is experiencing something as well. So keep your fingers crossed for me that everything turns out okay. Next Wednesday, um, I'm not going to know. Uh, I don't go in until the following Thursday to get results. So it won't be, you know, until the following Thursday, Wednesday, that I let you all know what's going on. So keep your prayers tight for me, and uh, I will speak with you soon. Feel free to contact me or follow my podcast. I can be found, nothing but Julie on any and all podcast platforms. And you can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, under Nothing But Julie. And also, my blog, which I have been wanting to do for months, is finally up. Again, nothingbutjulie.wordpress.com. If you can't remember it, I have it listed on social media. So I hope that you all have a wonderful Christmas and a Christmas Eve. And until next week, you all take care. Bye-bye.